Welcome to Rocker Radio. I'm Jason Bryan, and you're listening to Well Connected. In this week's Well Connected, I'm in Dubai with Tom Noll, MD of the International Division of JT Global. It's interesting how the companies we come across in our daily life all have one thing in common, and that's the desire to grow. However, at the same time, they have another desire, which is to stay relevant in the market. It's rare that you come across big companies that stay in the limelight of innovation. But over the 13 years I've personally watched JT evolve, they've gone from being a small telecoms operator in the Channel Islands to being a truly international wholesale provider to all kinds of businesses globally. So it was with great pleasure that I got to know one of the people who is part of that driving force in innovation at JT Global, Tom Noll. From IoT to messaging and beyond, it's clear there's no stopping JT Global. We have a LoRaWAN network. We were first people outside of Japan to deploy Sony's L4 network. We have an MDIoT network already working. We're about to look at a Sigfox network. There are not many places in the world that have this connectivity. It's with great pleasure that I'm here with Tom Noll, who's managing director of the international division of JT Global.、Uh, Tom, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Enjoyed the last few days. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here in Dubai and to speak to you because I think there's not an operator globally who isn't impressed and inspired by what JT, as an operator, has become. Let's say the wholesale business that you operate is inspiring to many companies because. Often, when you say the word Jersey, people are immediately thinking New Jersey. They're not thinking of an island in the Channel Islands, but that's not what you're about anymore. It, you're an international business, and we want to know a little bit about that. JT is an incumbent telco of the Channel Islands. We've been around 130 years, but in many ways, you can describe JT as an Airbus A380 with one seat sold. We have this huge capacity. And a huge ability, actually, to roll out networks very quickly and innovatively. But we have 160,000 Channel Islands subscribers, and there are three operators operating in that region. So my division, my area, was really created to sell the spare capacity that we have in our network. And a big part of what we do is, as a Tier One telco, we believe that we can talk and sell to other Tier One telcos. But we can operate very quickly and very with agility. And innovation is a massive part of what we do. We have a philosophy around failing fast and failing cheap. But we will have a go at ideas. We'll leverage what we have, what our assets are. Probably the biggest one being our roaming agreements. We've got over 720 roaming agreements now all around the world,、Amazing. and we use those roaming agreements really to come up with innovative solutions. But interestingly. At the event this year, we've really noticed a change, which would be good to talk about. Sure. So I think. Historically, roaming has been very much around consumer to consumer, consumer roaming. We've recently rebranded our roaming department, and the, the roaming department is now operator relationships and partnerships, strategic partnerships. And what we recognise is the innovative solutions that we have to create and we want to create. We really rely on our operator trading partners to be able to fulfil those capabilities. And so we're really keen to foster strategic relationships with the operators all around the world. And I think fundamentally that will mean a change in the way that we trade with these operators, and that's quite an interesting dynamic. You know, two years ago when we came here, 
a lot of the conversation was around, you know, we don't like what you're doing, you need to stop what you're doing. The conversation's now more moving to, you know, how can we work together? How can we partner to bring incremental revenues to the business? And how can we ensure all partners are happy so fundamentally our customers will not be disappointed in the service we provide? Right. I want to take a step back for a moment um, because I'm here with you. And I want to understand, obviously, you came into JT Global fairly recently in its history, but you've been around a while in different roles. How did you get into telecoms altogether? I mean, how did you start in the telecom space? Interesting, maybe I'll go back a little bit further. I'm an accountant by trade, so you (laughs) don't normally link an accountant with an innovative growth international division. But I've always felt slightly frustrated. I'm a frustrated accountant. So all of the roles that I've done throughout my career, uh, I worked at BA Systems for 10 years all around the country. Whilst I'm a Jersey lad originally, I've spent most of my career outside of Jersey, which is massively important to get some perspective. I came back to Jersey about eight years ago, and there are not many companies like JT in Jersey. And it was a fantastic opportunity. It was actually, for me personally, it was very much a sideways step or actually slightly a downward step in terms of what I was moving in to do. But I saw huge potential in JT and huge potential in terms of my career. So I started as a financial business partner, supporting our enterprise division, and very quickly took on the wholesale part of that as as part of my role. When the person who was doing that part of the business left business, I sort of grabbed the opportunity to do wholesale. And then that then morphed into the fact that wholesale was was wholesale now international, big growth area for us. 60% of our business is now international. So, So it morphed into a requirement to have a head of wholesale finance. And the day I joined, I was told by the then CEO that he was leaving and he thought I should go for it. So that's really the journey, but it's been a very fast journey. I've been with JT for just over four years now. JT is fantastic at is giving people opportunities to expand their role and grab opportunities and grow and develop. And so I've been very happy in the position I found myself in. And it seems while you've been there, the business has extended to one of the biggest hot topics in the industry today, or let's say projects is beyond that iot Mm. internet of things can you tell us about what you guys are doing in that space yeah absolutely so we've been in the iot was the m2m business for the last six years we have our own proprietary platform a platform called nomad it's a platform that allows us to manage cellular connectivity in terms of provisioning that's actually morphing into something a little bigger we use our roaming footprint to allow connectivity for IoT customers all around the world Mm. where connectivity is king. So they want to know, for example, that if they're trying to track something logistics market, they want to know that if that SIM wakes up in France, that the SIM will find connectivity, which is where our roaming agreements, our 720 roaming agreements are valuable. Importantly, we we see that cellular connectivity actually is an important part of IoT but it's not the whole story. And what we see as a trend is the rise of what you call LP1, low power wide area networks all around the world. And JT wants to be at the forefront of that revolution. We are a small island of nine miles by five. It allows us to deploy networks very quickly. And I think I can confidently say that we are now the most connected place in the world. We have obviously a 4G network, we have a LoRa network. We were the first people outside of Japan to deploy Sony's L4 network. We have an MBIoT network already working. We're about to look at a Sigfox network. There are not many places in the world that have this connectivity. 
Yeah. And why that's important is we want to open Jersey up as a laboratory, as a place that people can come and test solutions. But importantly, we want to ensure that all of those connectivity types are integrated in our platform. And we can then sell a platform that can act as an orchestration layer and deal with all the different types of connectivity that we see in IT. One of the biggest challenges on IoT that's come to the attention of operators is security. Mm. Is it something that concerns you guys? I mean, because obviously, if the device has an issue, you're not responsible for the device, but you're responsible for the connectivity. So, in fact, your brand could be associated. Is that a possibility? We take security very seriously. Importantly, we actually see it as a value-added service that our customers are prepared to pay for because they also value the fact that a device that they deploy if there's any kind of attack on that device that they have some kind of security and way of getting that control back of the device so we are innovating a lot in this space as a good example at mwc we announced a partnership with celesis we've integrated their platform and capability into our network we obviously have a firewall solution but we also do monitoring of our ss7 signaling layer and that's important for IoT, but it's also important for all of the areas of our business that operate over SS7. The firewall providers will tell you everything is bad in SS7. Mm. I don't actually agree. I think SS7 has a place, but it does need to be secured. So we have a partnership with Celesis, which is a really exciting stage. We also have just completed a proof of concept with another company called Galaxy Key. And they're offering us the ability to encrypt the end-to-end communication between two mm. devices. Again, another exciting sort of development. I think innovation is at the core of absolutely everything we do. You know, going back to the fell fast, fell cheap, we want to be at the forefront of this. We want to be in the forefront of security, but we also want to be at the forefront of all the different types of connectivity. You know, we want to be the first to broker an NBIoT roaming agreement to allow customers who move across networks to, to move with them. That's really important to us. And one other core area that you're involved in is, of course, messaging. This is something which is evolving, but naturally it seems still the SMS is king. Mm. Any thoughts on that, on the evolution of messaging in the future? I think messaging is a growth area for JT. We recently deployed our first sort of SMPP messaging hub. The way we like to position ourselves, actually, is as an operator servicing the operators. We serve many of the aggregators around the world. And why they come to us is that we can offer them premium messaging services. So we can offer them interworked, bulletproof, paid for routes around the world. And what we're finding is messaging is still one of the best ways to reach your end customer. I think there was a statistic I read recently that on average, someone will check their text messages within two minutes of receiving a message. And don't quote me on the facts, but Mm. it's many hours if you do marketing through email. So it's still a very powerful tool. And we're seeing a a huge increase in the amount of two-factor authentication, which then very much links into the other areas of our business. So for example, our fraud protection services business, which is all around offering solutions to customers to help prevent fraud across their network. So based on this meeting and based on everything that's affecting operators right now, I mean, obviously you guys are not in the EU regulated zone, but you're very well aware of what's happening with roaming regulation. And of course, you're also on the edge of the, let's say, Brexit zone with the UK out there, which will be leaving the EU as of a year and 2019. 
based on these factors, but also on OTTs, on the Wi-Fi as an alternative in a roaming scenario, what advice could you give to operators about diversification, let's say, of their businesses in this space? Because clearly operators are suffering on the revenue front. Uh, they have a lot of competitors. I think for me it's to be happy to partner. I think there's an operator that is very protectionist around what they have. And there are operators that are willing to work with partners and not secure 100% of every piece of margin that flows through that business, but are prepared to form strategic partnerships with other enterprises that can bring a capability. It's almost for build versus buy. I think operators always want to build. Mm. So for me, it's to have an open mind and rather than focusing inwardly about how you protect, focus outwardly about how do you embrace, because change is coming. The EUICC developments in IoT, this is reality, it is coming. As an operator, what we need to guard against is that we spend too long focusing inwardly rather than embracing outwardly what the opportunities are from that new world. JT's committed to having the best network in the Channel Islands, and it's committed to having the best network for both its incumbent Channel Island base. We are 100% owned by the states of Jersey, and we want to do good for the people of Jersey. We want to bring the innovations that we have outside of Jersey back to Jersey for the benefit of the people on the island. It's a big part of what we want to do. Finally, we're here in the WAS meeting in Dubai. What is the hype? What is the buzz that you're hearing about these days? You have to look at IoT. Everything is IoT. And you read the Gartner reports around the size of the market. Mm. It's a huge, exciting area for us. And for JT, we are committed to making sure we are seen in the next five years as much as an IoT company as a telco. Fantastic. Well, Tom, thank you very much for your time. This has been great. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks very much, Jason. Currently, Rocco is working on a new research project with operators on MIOT. The MIOT strategy report will dig into how MNOs are going to handle this for roaming. Simply go to our research projects page to complete the survey. Every MNO who takes part will receive an exclusive free executive summary report containing the aggregated data of all MNOs who took part. Until next time, this is Jason Bryan. And you've been listening to Well Connected from Rocker Radio. Music